Is that what you're doing? <laughs> oh, welcome into episode 300 of B Movies and Beyond. It's Peter and it's Ryan back at it again. Like the Flash. That's right. Flash Gordon, not the Flash Flash because the Flash sucks. Oh. Hey, they're still releasing that movie apparently. Jesus. <laughs> I was kind of shocked. So, uh, we can talk. all that's our news today is the uh, what's going on with James Gunn's DC universe, but yeah, pretty much. But that will that's a little teaser. We're, we'll get into that. Uh, but it, Ryan, dude, welcome back. Hey, thank you. Been a, you hot, too. been a hot minute. It has been, man. It's it's been uh, it's been crazy over here. So, as always, um, it's holidays, and you know, like people do different things for the holidays. So, yeah, like getting vasectomies. <laughs> that was my gift to my wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Okay, breaking news. Breaking. News. How'd that feel? Your wife? What? How's that a gift? Well, now she doesn't have to be on birth control or anything, so that's nice for her. Right? Thanks, sucked! <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like it, so yeah, well, there we go. We, we we took that out of the equation, and we don't have to worry about kids. You know, we're, we're, we have enough. We're done. We're done with kids. All we right. just got to raise them, and, and, then, and then we're good. Soon, all right. Um, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, you know, the best thing about that is that's your reason, and, and it makes complete sense. So, kudos, how are you feeling? <laughs> how are you feeling from that? You know, they're a little tender, but overall, pretty good. Like, next time I see you, like, are you trying to time it so if I nut tap you, it won't just completely cripple you? <laughs> well, I mean. Uh, yes, I did plan it that way. I was like, oh man, I need to do it on this date. So the next time I see Ryan, I'm okay. I'll be healed. Like I, I see if you would have never told me anything, I would have never nut tapped you. <laughs> so you just got to test it, test the waters to see if it still feels the same or, or what? Because you have been nut tapped by me plenty of times. So like you do that's know true. the difference. That's tr- yeah, that's true. Well, well, well I guess we'll find out. Yep. Peter, what episode is this, dude? 300. Uh, and that's what we did special. You got a vasectomy. <laughs> yeah. It was, that, dude, I was waiting for episode 300, and that's what I did. So there dude, you go. Yeah. Okay. Real quick. How'd it feel? Like, what happened? Did you go in? Did they just. Like find some wires, cut them, call it a day, or what's up? Or yep, they found some wires in my balls, and yeah, uh, no, like dude, like they give you one uh, Valium. You take a half an hour before you go into this uh, 
you know, big room and sit in this chair and they lean you back, stick your balls through this little, uh, uh, you know, blanket with a hole in it, and they just go to town. And the whole time, like you know, the doctor's just talking to me because I'm like, you know, I'm still awake. I'm just a, a little, um, I guess a little loopy, lethargic. Yeah, a little bit. I, I remember telling him, I was like, I'm tired. I'm really tired. <laughs> Didn't get like one of those uh dentist videos where like you're you don't know what you're seeing. Have you ever seen those where they're just like, yeah. I think Joe Burrow is the greatest <laughs> quarterback in, and he's not even attractive, but he has a great personality. Were you doing that? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I did that. I was definitely very open, but I don't think I was saying anything weird like that. I mean, like your red hair is fantastic. Yeah. I wish I had it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I did. What'd you do for episode 300? <laughs> Very nice. I watched a shit ton of movies. I mean, dude, I could have reviewed all of them, possibly. Um, Do you remember all of them? Like for the most part. Okay, that, that's my hardest thing, man. I I know I watched some movies and then I forget. And so the one I'm reviewing today is the one I literally watched last night while I was up with the baby. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you this, dude. Like a lot of good things are big things are happening. We are going to crowdpast cross podcast uh what you call it cross crowd pass crowd pass we're gonna crowd pass with someone else <laughs> cool <laughs> can't wait <laughs> the crop pass, crowd pass, yeah. crowd pass. Um, uh, spoiler alert since we don't spoil things on this podcast but uh we're gonna be on a podcast called did that age well and look out for that one because we will be doing a Christmas episode. We will not tell you what movie it is. Um, but uh, long story short, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a very good one. So Crod, Pass, Crod Podcast is coming up soon. And excited. <laughs> Me too, man. I watched the movie. I'm ready to go. Uh, you so. know, it's funny when uh, we decided this. Um, I was like, ah, Peter's seen this movie like 9,000 times. And I've seen it in like eight thousand nine hundred ninety nine times i said so peter's gonna go off memory and i'm gonna go off rapport and then when i finally i was like hey peter are you gonna watch this movie you're like oh i gotta watch it again i was like ah yeah and it was helpful like it it changes things i think uh you look at a different perspective you know for that like thinking about did it age well so uh can't wait to talk about that but we're not here to talk about that we're here to ask questions first. What? How? Why? I have so many questions! What's nice is having the soundboard sit next to me because it sounds so clear and perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I bet. That's nice. Uh, you know, there's a little bit of news. Um you know, some people have already seen Avatar 2, Way of the Water, Ryan, and it's actually getting positive. <laughs> shit. It's getting some positive reviews. I hate it when you're drunk. Uh, yeah, all those re- reviewers, apparently, but... Uh, I, I think it was a little bit shocking. And uh, how do you feel about this, Ryan? <laughs> That's the quick Still question. Not, 
I love this quick question because it very much sets up the if I'm going to watch this movie or not. Because there's been a lot of question in my life if uh, I've had three people ask me if I'm going to watch Avatar. (laughs) Actually, four, including you. So I've had almost a handful of people ask me if I'm going to watch Avatar The Way of Water. And the answer is still no. (laughs) Yeah. Welcome, Jeremy, you know, longtime pod, podcast guest host with us, um, a longtime friend. And um, he was like, dude, if I buy you a ticket, will you go? And I said, no, no, I'm not going. <laughs> Even if he buys you a ticket. Wow. Yeah, and he goes, well, what if Brendan buys you a ticket? And I said, no. hopefully someone, Ryan Romero, goes because it's not going to be me. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I don't, Peter, I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. Like, I think this movie is just so past, listen, 2009 till 2022. Like, this is a, a an, an angst teenager at this point. Like, I don't care. Like, it was cute when it was a young nibbling, but now it's a teenager and like, move on with your life. Yeah, I, um. I I hear you. Um, I guess first off, I'm I'm surprised that it's it's getting decent reviews. Um, but then I, you know, I <laughs> maybe. But here's the thing: I started thinking about it. You know, maybe it's just more like, all right, you have to go see it, and and you're just pleasantly surprised that oh yeah, it's it's okay. So you give it, you know, that passing grade. You're like. Hey, it was better than I expected, and so I guess people should go see it, right? Like that's kind of what I'm I'm thinking. Like I, you know. But then the other thing too is, what other things are really out that are, or let's say things that are coming out around Christmas time that would be worth seeing? Peter, yeah, you hit it right on the head right there. Okay. So it's been a tradition for uh, Jeremy and Kira and myself to go see movies on Tuesdays. This is the first Tuesday where he was like, there's nothing out. So tell me that this isn't set up for Avatar to make money without telling me that Avatar is going to make money with it because there's nothing else to watch during this time. Dude, I mean, I'm looking at AMC right now and I really don't see like there's a whole bunch of like weird stuff that I just don't even know what this is. Like it's probably all things dropping, uh, you know, getting ready for, um, uh, Oscar season, you know? Um, but nothing that I really recognize that like, Holy shit. And you go see this, like besides things that are already out that I think people should probably go see, like there's nothing competing against avatar 2 like there's no competition there's nothing special about it james cameron cameron has already made his excuses like i don't know any other reason why i need to go i'm not gonna see this like there's nothing that sold me on this on this movie besides the fact that they have barred me from going to the movie theaters besides watching this movie and 
to me that feels like entrapment and i'm not gonna, <laughs> i'm not gonna do it you won't stand for that <laughs> i'm not gonna stand for it even you could throw a very young Catherine zetter jones at me in entrapment trying to seduce me but i still won't do it okay yeah i you know I wasn't planning on going to the movie theaters, you know, for the holiday season, but I, I, you know, now there's really nothing there. Like the only, again, there's things out that are, have been out that I would probably say, Hey, you should go see that. Dude, fucking pop gun Maverick's still out there. You should go see that movie. You know what, dude, just out of spite. I would love to go see that out of, uh, in IMAX versus avatar, the way of water. Yeah, I bet you have a better time. I guarantee it. In fact, I guarantee it. We need a guarantee button. Here's a guarantee. Yeah. There you go. Uh, well, you know, I guess I'm surprised by the news. Uh, but at least for for B movies and beyond, we will not be seeing that. And even when it probably gets released, like streaming somewhere, it'll probably take me a bit to uh to watch it oh shit this is like a disney property huh peter because it's fox even if this, if this movie come when this movie comes out on streaming services i heard it's longer than the original one i don't have interest in sitting there watching this movie longer than the original at my own home so I'm not even going to give the time. I might cancel my Disney plus subscription when this movie comes out. <laughs> I, you cancel it. The reason why avatar two, <laughs> avatar two, fuck you, James Cameron, make Terminator four. Oh man. I'm All right. This movie. Not even funny. I, I can tell. Um, let's, <laughs> let's move on to some happier topics. Huh? Like, there has been a slew of trailers. Here are some exciting coming attractions from Okay, dude. Peter. You know what I'm most excited about? What's that? There's not a new Avatar trailer. <laughs> Actually, I think there was. I just didn't put it on there. <laughs> Even when there was before, I I was just like, I'm I'm done talking about it. Or maybe didn't we briefly mention something? Just how like there are some scenes that looked really good, and then other scenes that look like shit. So I don't know. That's that's what Jeremy keeps on trying to sell me on. He's like, dude, you don't think the movie's gonna look really good? And I'm like, no, I don't care. Like. I don't. <sighs> anyway, let's talk about some good trailers. Okay, um, let's start with uh, a really bad one. Um, can I start with this one? Sure. You might hate me for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Oh, you thought so too, huh? Dude, I did. Okay, I thought not only was it very cheesy and didn't really encompass Indiana Jones, but I felt like the CGI in this was just god awful. And I know it's a trailer and they have time to fix it. However, I don't think they'll do it. I don't. I mean, there was one part, like they de-aged uh, Harrison Ford in one of the scenes. And I thought that looked really good. That was fine. Like, 
Yeah. So the de aging like that, but yeah, I agree. Like there was other parts. Like it, it, it felt like they're on a green screen, you know, or blue screen, whatever they use. It just felt like, like I never got the sense like you're really there. Um, and actually, that's kind of I got that with the multiple of these. A lot of these trailers actually, I felt like there was some kind of incomplete CGI that was a little like, why did they even like they rushed it? You know what took me out of this trailer? This I don't know when it takes place, and so maybe I do have to watch a movie. But there's a scene where they're in the city riding horses, and it's very obvious that the persons on the horses or in the cars are absolutely cgi'd into them yes uh awful and i have an inkling that this involves time travel and you know how i feel about time travel (laughs) so uh you know probably out of the trailers we at that were released recently uh, you know it's sad to say but i think this is my least favorite one which and I am a huge Indiana Jones fan, so I do, and it was very disappointing. So I don't know. A lot of other people they they loved it. They thought like it's bringing it back, like the nostalgia. I'm like, really? I didn't. I didn't get that. I felt like they're dumb. <laughs> Maybe uh, the ones who are going to go watch Avatar and wait in line for it. Probably, probably. <laughs> and you go right. see that midnight showing of uh, Indiana Jones. Next shitty trailer, Transformers Rise of Beasts. What do you think? Uh, I, I guess first off, I was shocked that they actually released a uh, trailer for this. Um, it, this was the other trailer I was referring to that I thought had really not that good. Like It wasn't like incomplete CGI. Like That part where it's a Porsche, I believe like the very opening scene, like to say like, Oh, the trailer's coming. And he like spins out transforms and the kid kind of just walks out of the car and starts walking. It looked like shit to me. Mm-hmm. Like, especially the part, like I felt like there was even a skip with him, like hitting the ground and, and like starting to walk. Like it, it did not seem smooth to me. And I just thought like, and that was like their layup, you know, that was the ones like, look at how badass this shot is. And I, I thought it was shit. Uh, but then, you know, I'm a big fan of Absolutely, Beast Wars. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Beast Wars. Mm-hmm. And so seeing those characters, like that part got me. Uh, and so that made me excited and to it actually totally see it. redeemed itself. Yeah. And the fact that, like, all right, you got multiple Optimus Primes, you know, like talking to each other, like... And the fact that I like that they are, they did with like Bumblebee, you know, like they're kind of reverting back to like, Hey, this is what Optimus Prime's like should looks like, you know, they didn't make them. They're trying to do more. uh, uh, It was a single cab um, semi. Yeah. Yeah. They were doing more like classic cartoon transformers. hundred percent. Okay. So yes, some of the CGI was pretty bad, um, but Dare I say this might be the most character-driven Transformers movie, and that might not—that might be a good thing. Uh, it could be. I mean, like we don't have a flashy girl with her. And listen, I love a girl showing some leg and some butt and some 
um, movie about cars that transform into robots, but this trailer gave me none of that. They didn't give me the main, like Mark Wahlberg or uh, Shia LaBeouf to be the main characters. Like it actually showcased the transformers of being the main characters. And to me might be the deciding factor of why this movie can push this franchise into the future because it might get us closer to that like 1980s style um, animated Transformers movie, which was really, really good. So I think we're yeah. almost there, but uh, dare I say they kind of took the Michael Bay out of it. Well, and that's, that's the whole thing. Just like with Bumblebee, they, uh, I, I think they, they realized they had to kind of move away from the Michael Bay style and and start doing things a little bit differently and uh i i think it shows uh i mean because i love bumblebee i thought that was a fantastic movie um a little bit lower you know not like over like not a huge like blockbuster you know like not crazy explosions or anything just enough you know kind of a simple story and that was that was just right for it this one looks a lot more busy uh, which is a little bit concerning. Um, but again, you know, you got a new director and, and hopefully they can, you know, pull that off. Like, like really, honestly, what I was hoping for was just kind of just do a beast wars, you know, transformer movie and, and not have, you know, the other ones, but it looks very much connected. Um, almost maybe in a, in a not so good way. So that's kind of my thoughts. Uh, but this is kind of funny. Yeah. Go ahead. I, w- I was just saying like, you know, the same thing, like, like Jeremy wants to go see avatar. Cause like, it's going to look amazing. Like I kind of, even though there's some shitty CGI, but I kind of want to see this one just because I want to see the maximals. I want to see the, the Predacons, you know, I want to see the visually, like I want to see that aspect of it. Um, so uh, you know, they just got me because of that. It's it's like the same thing with like Marvel, dude. Like, you know, I, I wanted I like superhero movies and I like Beast Wars as a kid, so now you, you got me. So I'm gonna go see it. Even well, though I haven't case, seen the last Transformers movie. Uh you don't need to in this point. Um Probably Stephen not. Capel Jr. He I mean his two movies as a director before this was the land and creed two and listen creed two was a great movie so if he can follow up creed two with a decent story with the you know optimus primal and and kind of expand a little bit more about um primal wars right just well beast wars beast wars yes thank you yeah um the <laughs> I think, I think this might not be a bad movie. So I have I have pretty good ex- expectations for this one. Um, Peter, you mentioned Marvel, and we got two Marvels going on. Um, hey, let's get into it. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. This is the final installment of James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy before he takes over the DC Universe. Yep. Dude, I don't know what it is about James Gunn, but that dude can make a trailer that makes me want to watch whatever he produces. Uh, yes, yes, he he can do that. He's very good at that. That's for sure. Uh, you know, I, uh, 
Here's the thing, though. I I, I, I go see it because so far all the Guardians of the Galaxy movies have been good, good and as well as the holiday special. Um, Boom. You know, even I thought the second one lacked a little bit. And I'm a little bit concerned as well. And I think because of that lacking in the second one, volume two, uh, I think I'm a little bit concerned. And it's, and I, I felt the, a little bit of that in this third, in this trailer for the third one, because of like involving Adam Warlock and, and like some other things. It just seems a little bit, you know, I don't use the same term that I used in, in the, Rise of the Beast for Transformers is that it seems busy. <laughs> like I and I read some articles too, like like Marvel, dude, you already missed the mark with Adam Warlock, man. Adam Warlock was a big like he was the one that was supposed to go up, go up against Thanos. And so you right. missed it. Like, I don't know what they're gonna do here. So I mean, will they make Adam Warlock less powerful or will they make him um go against Kang? Because that's a big thing, dude. That's true, and that might be. And I, I, you know, I'm not as familiar with King. I mean, I know the, you know, the basics of him, but yeah, I don't know if Adam Warlock is involved with that at all. At all, and who knows? Maybe this is Adam Warlock's just a standoff for for Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know, um, but you know, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, you know, I think so far, I don't think James Gunn has handled any of these characters in a wrong way. Like, I mean, I like Kurt Russell's ego and everything. I, I thought that was, it was pretty good. Just, I just thought I like some of the Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Me As too. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> As the, the hero footloose. <laughs> oh and- man. The other thing about James Gunn is like he knows his audience and he knows that he can um he can piss off his audience all at the same time as he can um pander towards them. So the only thing that's gonna upset me, and this is gonna be a news, is like, dude, if we get a toxic Avenger movie, it's not gonna be in the Marvel universe, it's gonna be in the DC universe. What's uh, is it DC or um image was he image? Yeah, he was I, part of some some comic book. Well, universe. I mean, I mean, tra- trauma has them, and but yeah, I, they did a comic book series. It, um, I don't know who who picked up the rights for that. That was uh um uh, uh like. Our course is what I want to say. That's just like, like, why would Archie get it? Um, Marvel shit. It is Marvel. (laughs) Wait, so you're saying if they make a new one, we're going to be able to see this on, uh, on Disney plus. (laughs) Oh yeah. Disney plus buys from, uh, 2023 game over. Wow. I did not. Well, that's kind of cool. But yeah, I mean, this is all before, you know, the MCU and everything. So it makes sense. That they have some edgy comics, but, uh, I, you know, I'm kind of, I haven't heard anything new about the toxic Avenger remake. So, uh, who knows what's even happening with that? 
Uh, you know, speaking of, since we just talked about Gardens of the Galaxy, though, there's a new trailer for Super Mario Brothers where you get to hear Mario talk. What do you oh, think, Chris Ryan? Pratt. Okay. I, I yeah, yeah, Chris Pratt. <laughs> yes. I was like, wait, what? When, do, when does Star-Lord go through plumbing piping? <laughs> Since um, now. <laughs> now. Okay. Uh, I'm not mad. Um, I'm also not... Here's the thing is like, I think Nintendo and Illumination just paid Chris Pratt way too much money just to be Chris Pratt at this point. And he I think a... the little Mario Mario sounds you're going to get are just Mario. Like, I mean, anybody can do Mario's voice driving a go-kart going, wahoo, you know? Like, okay. <laughs> it's, you know, they just got, you know, well, they got someone famous and then, yeah, basically like, hey, you know, like the sound effects that you make when you're playing Mario Kart, can you just redo that? I mean, like, who doesn't do those sound effects when you're playing that game, right? I, I know I do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, you know, from watching the trailer, uh, all all things aside, besides like the voice, you know, acting and everything, like I think they nailed it on some of those voices. But big world, the, yes, and seeing them incorporate all the the games, the Mario games, is awesome. And I love how they are just almost in a sense like you know poking fun at themselves you know like all these little silly things and they're they're doing it like the lego movie how they did it how they just had so much fun and made it uh uh you know just so entertaining and i don't know inviting for everyone to watch that i i can't wait to actually see it like i think i'm really going to enjoy this film so I and I think I'll get used to the Mario voice, you know, I'll get used to Chris Pratt just doing a slight, you know, Mario impersonation, right? Listen, I I I became familiar with Ben Schwartz being Sonic and um because in my mind my entire life Sonic was Urkel. Mm. And yeah. when it was Ben Schwartz, uh the movie and the sequel changed my mind. And now I can't watch anything else with Ben Schwartz in it and not think Sonic. He, um, he's Leonardo in Rise of the Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Leonardo's my favorite turtle. However, <laughs> when he's Leonardo, I think of Sonic. So actually, that's just kind of a win-win for me. Those it are- is a win-win. And it is interesting that Sonic's blue and Leonardo wears a blue mask. Oh, man. <laughs> um hey they're timing these trailers and these teasers out perfect for mario uh movie i'm i'm on board yeah me too uh is the best for last yeah the one that just came out today but dude no is that the best one for last or spider-man no <laughs> let's talk about spider-man because let's save the best for last okay all right okay uh, uh, Spider-Man, you know, as of this recording, we just, we're, we're recording this, uh, December 13th, they released the new Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse trailer, which is kind of like, it, it was a blending of, you know, the new stuff also with, you know, images from the first movie, right? 
like for a second, I was like, oh man, this is just like a lot of, it's like a new scene basically. And then a lot of just footage from the first movie. And then it started to like ramp up and you start seeing a lot more. And I think the thing I was blown away by was the scale of this movie and how many spider people are in this dude blew me away so like the first part of this trailer is like this like love story from his mom to miles and he's like all right mom i got you like i'm okay blah 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 and then it was like someone just like poked a spider web and all these spiders came out and all different spider-mans everywhere yes like you saw all like you had to pause for a minute and you're like whoa dude how many spiders did i see i saw a playstation 4 spider-man miles morales spider-man i saw iron spider i saw mexican spider-man i saw japanese spider-man i saw c mexican spider-man i saw pro wrestling spider-man like all of them like i just made those up but they're probably in there Probably. And did you notice uh, also uh, um, you heard Toby McGuire's voice? What? Where? I didn't hear it. It's, it's, yeah, it's one that I, I feel the same way. I got to watch again because there's so much going on. Uh, But yeah, it's, at least that's what I got. And I I don't think I'm wrong is that the, you'll see just a a Spider-Man wearing a mask and and he says something in to Miles Morales, and uh, it sounds a hundred percent like Tommy McGuire, man. <laughs> so that's so crazy. Yeah, and nothing trailers for a movie that doesn't come out until next summer. Yeah, which well, isn't that sooner than I expected? I thought they were going to release all these around Christmas time, like each year. So are they doing back to back? Are we I getting like they do back to back? Are we getting part one? Yeah. yeah, we're getting part one in the summer and then part two in the, in wintertime? I don't know. I guess I could Google it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but I thought that the trailer was amazing. I mean, what a way to, you know, get you uh, hyped for it. You know, that's how I felt personally about it. Well, this is one that you got to watch multiple times because it's like the Easter egg trailer, like Mario was, you know, we saw a universe and then we saw a big universe. So um, I'm excited for the next couple of days slash weeks to like find all the little hidden nuances of what across the uh, Spider-Verse is going to be until the movie comes out. Hopefully they don't give away too much, but I do like Spider-Man 2099, which is my favorite um He's not my favorite space Mexican. He's my favorite Egyptian. Oscar Isaac. He's um he's Spider-Man 2000, the future Spider-Man. And you don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy yet. So. The, well, it seemed uh, mixed. That was the other thing you kind of got from this trailer is that, you know, you would think all these spider people are actually good people, but at the same time, like it seems like there was confusion on like who is really the good guys. Uh, and I think that goes into a hand of, you know, don't lose that, that, that beginning 
um, dialogue between him and his mother, like, don't lose yourself, you know, remember that child that you were in and, you know, how, how you were. Uh, but it looks like part two is right now expected to be dropped in March of 2024. So we, we have to wait a little bit, you know, for that almost not quite a year, but almost a year, unless they, you know, either move that up or, or move it back. Who knows? Cause I feel like they moved it up. I don't think this one was supposed to come out in, in June. And I think they moved it up cause they know it's going to be a hit. They so. should have made it come out during Avatar so I can watch something instead of complaining Avatar. Oh, man. I couldn't even imagine. If they did that, I, I swear that would just, it would blow it away. I think it would. At least that would be the movie I would go out, I would get out of the house and go see. Okay, see, you're not going to go see Avatar. You're not going to go out of the house to go watch Avatar. But you would see Spider-Man across the universe. Absolutely. Thank Absolutely, you. yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. This other movie, too, I would also leave the house to go see. Why you calling me? I'm right. <laughs> Wait, dude, okay. This trailer came out of nowhere. <laughs> Did you expect this movie anywhere? Wait, what? Did you expect this movie... Like, have you heard anything about a movie like this coming out? No. And what we're referring to is Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Which, dude, number one. <laughs> I, so when I saw the title and it said trailer next to it, I was like, what the hell is this? Is this one of those, like, spoof trailers? Like, this has got to be a joke. And then I click on it and you see uh, Carrie Russell. I'm like, huh. This and then it also says it's based off on true events, and that also made me like, what the hell is this? And and then you know you dig a little bit deeper, and you're like, holy shit, that this is an insane story. Obviously, they took a lot of liberties with it, but uh, I mean the the gist of it is that what Pablo Escobar like you know loses some cocaine, and this bear gets addicted to it and kind of goes on a rampage because he's he's all hopped up on coke right yeah uh i mean the the title is very self-explanatory and i love movies that they just know what they are and i'm with you dude like when i first saw this i was like this has to be fake this has to be fake and then i saw in a preview for a movie in the movie theater and then oh, I walked really? out of the movie and I saw the, the poster for it. And I'm like, how, how are they getting away with this? Why is that in here? <laughs> they, they're really tricking everyone with this one. <laughs> like, I saw a poster that said cocaine bear. Like, dude, <laughs> in the late 90s, early 2000s, like if you had cocaine anywhere on print media, like it was banned. Yeah. Oh, uh, a movie for this, dude. I was like, all right, this is see, see, people listen to our podcast because they know what we want to watch. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, holy shit. Well, so Ray Li- Liotta is also in it, so that it'll be fun to see him. That's uh, weird. yeah, but this is also directed by Elizabeth Banks. 
Oh, the Green Power Ranger? Uh, um, Or Rita Repulsa? Yeah, Rita, yes. Who was the Green Power Ranger in that movie? If you don't remember, I don't, it's one Well, no, remember, that was like the the you know the end credit scene that's never going to come to fruition fruition so um i love but, her she's my yeah favorite. yeah rita yeah she is really cool and i think she's actually a good director um oh, fantastic yeah yeah so that's uh i'm excited and i here's the other thing she did one that the second pitch perfect movie and you could just get like she understands like the material, right? Yes. So, so like you said, like that trailer it made it seem like you like they are aware of what this is, and the fact that I mean they're put it right there in the title, "Cocaine Bear." Like, I'm in. So can't wait. Looks hilarious. Looks uh like a hell of a ride. So, yeah. I mean, they even have a good cast for it. Mm-hmm. Carrie Russell. Um. Ice Cube's kid, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Uh, like you said, Ray Liotta. Um, the dude from those TikTok videos who uh, works at Ikea. Like, he's in it. You know? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and produced by Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. So, okay. See, again, you're, you're seeing, like, all these right people that, you know, they just know exactly what to do with this. Like, they understand the source material. They got, and they're going to have fun with it. This might yeah. be the best movie to release in early 2020. Yeah, coming out in February, dude. I was looking at, like, movies for February, man. It's going to be a hell of a month. Uh, well, I shouldn't quite say that. There's two movies right now that I'm aware of. Uh, Ant-Man 3 is coming out, which I think looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And Cocaine Bears coming out in February, which also looks amazing. Both movies look better than Avatar The Way of the Water. I agree. <laughs> I 100% agree. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, I think February is going to be pretty fun, man. Pretty fun. That's right. I was trying to see like other things that are coming out in February, but I don't know how to work IMDb. I don't uh, travel to the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's uh let's just move on. How, how about that? Nice. Do, I, well, I was just going to say, I mean, I feel like all this news is uh, um, is all related to DC, basically. Well, we have one thing that is news, and yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, it is the big thing right now. Um, James Gunn has taken over the DC ECU, renamed it to a proper name like the DCU, and he's basically uh, imploding everything. My favorite, okay. Oh, and don't forget, I think you gotta give the other guy some credit, Peter uh, Sabon, right? Is it because his name's Peter? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, no, like I mean, he's like he has a good track record. Like, like that's why they put him in there. He's a great, he's a good uh, producer. So, um, oh, so Saf- Saffron. Saffron? James Gunn is a splashy name, and Peter Saffron is actually the brains behind it. Maybe. Well, no, I think 
I mean, James Gunn is a great storyteller. Um, maybe sometimes I think he gets in the way of himself and gets does a little bit too much. But hopefully, these two balance each other out pretty well. At least that's that's the hope. Can I give you my time frame on this project? Just for the DCU <laughs> with James Gunn, we give it five years. Five years for it to correct. No, I give it five years before James Gunn is back at Marvel and he's making Toxic Avenger in the MCU universe. Uh, well, see, in thirty, yeah. be thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, forty. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We're going to see Toxic Universe and Mutants by the time I'm forty. All right, <laughs> it's it's gonna. It'll be interesting to see how busy he is if he can juggle you know being the 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 head guy of dcu and also making movies you know like is he just not gonna have time to make movies uh or is he just gonna be like you know who's gonna be really good at making this a a dc movie me (laughs) and i'm gonna do it you know i i I, i'm curious to see how he's gonna handle that dude he's Uh, already like pissed off the announced Henry Cavill. He's already re like told. He's told everybody like, "Eh, whoever you think is Batman, you're wrong. Uh, we're not going to have the Wonder Woman you think you are." Like, like, so that's a big news. Is Patty Jenkins is pissed off about Wonder Woman being canceled? And um, shut well, up. So- like, I'm okay. <laughs> Your Wonder Woman 1984 was terrible, and I I don't care what kind of accolades you 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 created with this being a a woman director with this kind of thing. Like, Hey, listen, I get it. I get what was like presented, but the movie was terrible. And in reality, you don't deserve a wonder woman three. Yeah. From my understanding with this whole wonder woman three and, and hers, I I heard that a lot of this stuff came, you know, before they were really, you know, James and Peter were involved. I heard there was a draft or, uh, you know, of Wonder Woman 3 that, you know, went up the chains. You know, I don't even think it got to James Gunn and Peter. And, and and they said, no, we don't like this. And then that's where it seems like things kind of sizzled out. And she's like, well, finally, I'm not doing it, you know, which this is the exact same thing, which maybe this is just Patty Jenkins. Is that right? <laughs> Jenkins? Uh because isn't this the exact same thing with Rogue Squadron that she was supposed to do for Star Wars? Is that there's creative differences, and it seems like she doesn't get her way, and and she doesn't want that. So she just like, well, fine then, I'm out. You don't let me do it my way. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna work with you to create a movie if you don't let it do you know my way. Which, you know, I I get that to a certain extent, but you got to play nice, right? Like you're, you're, you're creating something together and you have to work with them on that, you know? And if you have her employers, you know, like she's a vice president in this decision-making. Meanwhile, these presidents already have this plan and it's a bigger picture. If like you said, if she, it it doesn't, her plan doesn't fit and she's going to bow out or she's going to cry about it. Then, then they already have a plan to she's expendable 
you know? And I, I, I'm throwing Patty Jenkins in this because it's fresh, but any director that doesn't work in James Gunn or uh, Peter, um, your universe, um, then they don't, they don't need to be there. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want to get on board, I mean, I, I agree. Or, you know, maybe she thinks that she's, you know, bigger than what she, she actually is. You know, I, I don't know. You know, I think you've seen this before where you have some of these directors who they, they do it all and that's the only way they do it. And then they, you know, they kind of sizzle out, right? Like, you know, like, all right, you're, you're hitting something right now. And then what else do you got? You're green lit, go for it. We won't interfere. And then it comes out and sucks. And that's when like, Oh, well now we need to start interfering again because you didn't, you didn't hit, uh, you know, you didn't hit strike gold. Like, uh, you did the first time, you know, like, like, um, uh, in night Shyamalan, you know, like he's kind of like, he's like a perfect example, right? Like they let him go do, you know, whatever he wanted to. And then slowly it just, people just stop going it to it because it's just like, we're tired of this. They're not hitting as good as these first few movies, you know, like that was your, your solid stuff. And this is just more of the, you know, Z material. Right. Uh, but because you're so big, there's like, Oh yeah, just keep on pumping it out. We don't care what it is. Um, and I, and I think you're right. Wonder Woman, uh, 1984 wasn't as good as the, the previous one. And, and I think, you know, people voice that. And so now they're going to be a little bit more critical on like whatever she's doing in the future. And, and, and I, think she's not liking that but i do see a world where depending on how badly james gunn and like in and peter want her to direct a wonder one movie or just a dc movie i could see them smoothing this over because again my understanding is that they weren't involved with this this happened before them kind of like in this transition period so maybe they could smooth that out if they really want to. But dude, I've been hearing so many rumors, you know, especially the, the thing with like Henry uh, uh, Cavill and everything within Superman and like some issues with James Gunn in that, which I think that was a little bit blown out of proportion from what I read, uh, you know, cause James Gunn, dude, he talks a lot on Twitter. A oh lot. He's like second to Elon Musk. Or, or Trump when he was, uh, hey, did Trump get back on Twitter? I know he's allowed. He's allowed, but he's not back on. No. Oh, wow. So it's, it's Elon Musk slash James Gunn. Yeah, I get, yeah, those two, man. Just that's, that's all the tweets out there. Um, but uh, yeah, I just think some of his, his words get twisted around. Uh, I also heard, though, there was, again, this is the, the, the rumor is that potentially they don't, oh, no, no, that they might be done with Jason Momoa being Aquaman and they want him to play yes. Lobo. <laughs> Whoa, okay. That's, that's, can you dude, see that, dude? But, uh, That'd be perfect casting, right? I do it a thousand percent because they can back pocket Aquaman no problem and they can introduce Lobo into Batman, Superman, like, even Black Adam, if they choose to continue Black Adam, because Black Adam oh, was yeah. off, off, off his bomb, dude. 
Yeah. Well, and this is, so this is the other thing too, that I heard is that that whole super, I think you, you spoiled this, right? For Black Adam that I think everyone knows by now. I mean, you can watch Black Adam on VOD now, but like there's the end scene, spoiler alert, Superman shows up. I heard that was all orchestrated basically just by The Rock, by mm-hmm. Dwayne Johnson, and that like that might not even be a thing, you know? Like it's all just The Rock, and The Rock wants what he wants, and he's just forcing it into the DCU. So, which is hilarious, Peter, because <clears throat> things to look out for is The Rock wanted that creative control over the DC universe. And it started with his character, Black Adam. And you're right, dude. Like he did um, have his own Superman scene and everything was authorized before James Gunn and Peter came in. And, and uh, so when that was done, that was, if you, if you see it was strategic, dude, it was a couple days before they announced James Gunn was going to take over creative control over DC universe. So it basically forced them to accept that Henry Cavill was Superman again. And that was all done by the rock and Henry Cavill, two actors. And dude, that, that just shows you how much of a, how much of a disarray that studio was for those characters by letting two actors film that put it in a major movie without green lighting it with the, the Kevin Feige of their universe, you know? Yeah. Which I don't, uh, I mean, obviously someone at Mar or Warner brothers discovery had to like, you know, give the okay. But at the same time, dude, they could totally, that was such a, uh, uh you know, they could wreck on the problem. Yeah. That, that scene was like, it didn't make me go like, Oh shit. You know, like I can't wait for that. It was just more like, eh, and that's kind of, that's how that whole movie was to me. It was just, eh. Uh, so they, I don't know. The more and more I, I think about this, I almost just want them to scrap the whole, you know, everything that's been done with the DC universe and just start anew, you know, and maybe, maybe with this flash movie, you know, maybe that is the, the turning point. Maybe they do something special with that where, they can just be like, hey, this is this universe and all that other shit that happened was in the other universe. And, you know, we blew that one up. We're done with that one. We're strictly focused on this one now. What's crazy is that, that the DC universe was supposed to be like they were building this whole convoluted like multiverse kind of thing. And we were we were supposed to see a Batman Beyond with Michael Keaton like it was coming. And. And it's it's scrapped now, but we get a Blue Beetle movie, and we get more. Uh, and we don't know who Batman is. Apparently, we know that. Apparently, we know that uh, Superman is Henry Cavill, and now you're telling me that Aquaman might be done, and we're looking at Lobo, uh, dude. I just I kind of feel like this might be a turning point, and we might see Jason Mimosa in the MCU, which I would be excited about. Yeah, I mean, I mean these guys. I think they can go back and forth. Is there? Uh, there's not really a 
big a big star that's done that yet though right or am i mistaken dude chris evans in the dc though Mm, he was in scott pilgrim he was in fantastic four and he's captain america (laughs) okay so uh two of those are marvel uh, for sure i don't know about scott pilgrim though eater zebra yeah, yeah, I guess that's it. That's probably the biggest name that you're you're right. That's someone that's done both, but I mean that he I guess he was he was killed off in the MCU, so I don't know. Um Oh well. I you know, I hopefully they play nicely. I think I mean the fact that, you know, James Gunn went and did a DC movie after he got fired from Marvel and now he's coming back to Marvel due to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And he's also announced for, uh, you know, for the DCU. And it sounds like Kevin Feige, he's like, oh yeah, dude, I think that's a great choice. He's, he's good. Um, I don't know. We will, we will see. I, they have a lot of work. Uh, Five years. That they, yeah. You might be right. I, it might be too much. Um, you know, and I think it's what it's going to come down to is if they, the studio just lets them actually orchestrate this and they don't meddle too much with it, you know, but it is, uh, you know, I don't think we're going to see any big changes until, you know, at least probably 2024, right? Because they got all these movies that they already have pretty much filmed, the ones that they didn't scrap that are still coming out. So, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they weave those together. Uh, is there any other news? Did we, did we do it all? I mean, it was all DC pretty much. Yeah. Real quick. I mean, I mean, we kind of glanced over it, but Peter, we hit a milestone, dude. We hit 300 episodes and, um, just look out for the next couple episodes. It'd be pretty special. We might have some, up incoming guests and we uh we might have some uh guest hosts join us for a very specific party and a very special party and uh i just gotta say stay tuned towards the end of the episode for recommendations because i got a lot to say but peter ryan episode 300 yeah before this podcast we have 65 more episodes before we're done that's right. Report the shit out of us for 65 more episodes. <laughs> Please. We want to retire from this, right? <laughs> yeah, dude, Mr. Beast style. We need millions of dollars where we could just throw it to everybody. So buy our shirts, buy our, buy our underwear. Like, I'll make them. I don't care. Um, <laughs> buy the Bean Movies and Beyond Beer, which is being brewed right now, apparently. Is it? Nope. Um... <laughs> And um, look out for our future careers and as professional wrestlers. So uh, um, tag team because we're going to smoke everybody. And and but most of all, just listen, rate, subscribe, like, hit the buttons, and listen to us on other podcasts as well. Enjoy the chaos of what B movies and beyond has always been. What else, Peter? No, you know that man. Just go to our website, bmoviesbeyond.com and get everything there. Our handle is at B Movies Beyond. You can get us everywhere. YouTube, 
Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all using that handle. Uh, follow us on everything. Follow us. Just follow us. Follow us on my GPS or my Snapchat. So, stock Ryan. Stock <laughs> Ryan. And as always, remember Venmo me. You could Venmo me money. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one, dude. Oh, we got to get a, a Venmo handle for uh, at movie, at B movies or dude, yeah, cash B movies beyond. Can we do that? For Cash App. A Cash App? Yep. Oh, man. Let's well, let's set it up, man. That'd be a great handle to have, I think. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay, two to come before episode three sixty five. <laughs> before we retire, multimillionaires. Yes. Hey, but what makes us multimillionaires, oh, Peter? Dad. No, bros. No. Peter, 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 Peter. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. All right, dude. You want to go first? Uh yeah, I'll take it away. Take um, it away, my friend. I would love to. Uh I like I said, top of the show, I Watched a movie last night. I was holding my, putting my baby to sleep. And I uh, was on Hulu and I put on The Princess. Okay. I think we, we talked about this trailer, if you remember that. Um, this is an exclusive movie to Hulu. And it's like the reversed tower movie. So, so they're on the ground the whole time? No, remember the reverse would be like they're trying. I mean, well, the normal tower movies, they're getting up, right? They just keep on going up and up floors. Mm-hmm. This one, she's trying to get down. Hell yeah, she's trying to get down. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it, it follows the the princess of this kingdom. And, you know, it does, there's a lot of backsplaining like throughout the, the film. And what I like, dude, like, it just starts off like, right from the get-go um uh with her like kind of coming to quick some quick flashbacks that she was kind of like kidnapped and drugged and put up into this tower where she um you know was supposed to stay and then it then two guards come in and it starts and then it's just it's just pretty much almost nonstop action from that. I mean, this is a medieval movie. This is set back then, but again, this is one of those films where it, it knows what it is. It's not taking itself. I would say overly serious. Uh, it is a, a Fox movie. Um, and uh, it just follows this, this strong willed princess played by uh, Joey King. Are you familiar with Joey King? Oh, she sounds very familiar lately. Let me just see. So she was, she was in Bullet Train. I think that's probably like besides the princess, like what she was just in, and she was she was the act. She was the, uh, the the bald chick in the act. Yes, yes, she was the bald chick in the act, and she was uh, prince. And uh, I, I guess 
Oh, I should have made that Apparently, she was a young Talia Al Ghul in The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. I remember that now. Um, but I gotta say, man, she I thought she did a great job. She was a a, a badass as the princess. Uh, and that was like kind of like my main concern with this was like I didn't know how the action was gonna be. And it was it's pretty decent. Uh, there was some, you know, moments where I thought it could have been improved. Uh, but I say overall, pretty solid for the action. And like I said, it's like right from the get go, it just pretty much starts off and then does some like quick flashbacks to kind of like fill in, you know, some gaps, which maybe didn't even need to happen. Like I pretty much got, you know, I understood the gist of the story and, and, you know, how she became this great fighter and everything. So, um, but yes, it's this princess. You're following this princess, this whole movie, just kicking ass, man. And, and she's just trying to get from the top of the uh, tower to the bottom to save her kingdom. And that's, that's the whole, that's the movie. Oh shit. (laughs) Did you see (laughs) the cat just jumped in front of me? Uh, like, Ah, fuck your movie. Yeah. <laughs> he was getting down. I was gonna from, say, or she was getting down from the tower. Uh, did you watch here. the Super Mario movie before everybody else did? What? Did you watch the Super Mario movie before everyone else did? Because it sounds like the plot of a Super Mario movie. This new one? The Princess? Is this a live action Peach movie? Oh. Maybe Peter, that joke just go way over your head. It it did go way over my head because I have not played a lot of Mario or Super Mario Brothers games. In fact, I don't know if I've actually ever beat any of them. The more you know on that, Dude, the first the first one is so easy. <laughs> like you literally just push forward and jump. Like you know what? <laughs> okay, yes, you. Mario 64? Yeah, I had 64. No, I never had a Nintendo 64, but I played it on my cousins, and no, I never... But you never beat it. Like, like everybody's had... Yeah, no. I don't think I beat any Mario Mario games, so, yeah. Uh, Do you ever play as Peach? No, dude, you save her ass the entire time. Well, then this is nothing like that. (laughs) <laughs> the movie the movie trailer that's coming out shows Peach being a badass and using Mario as a pawn. Oh. Which, that's where I was going with that one, but I'm just I'm more baffled that you haven't beat a Mario video game. There you go. You, you Ooh, know, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just got to you know, I always play the side scrollers and, you know, I play a few hours and then however, however far I get, I'm like, well, that's it. No more. I don't save it or anything. I just, I move on with my life. And then whenever I get an inkling to play again, I, I probably play the same amount of levels and stop. Dude, you play video games the same way I do. Like I, I hate video games that have this entire massive universe. And I'm like, can I just like play like 13 levels and be okay? Yeah, I can't play online. I suck at online stuff. Uh, pretty much, you got to give me a pretty simple 
you know, entertaining story. And yeah, you, you got me. Um, you know, and maybe that's the issue. The, the story for Mario is not that entertaining. It's just more like, it's a, you know, I could just side scroll for a couple hours and, and have a good time. Uh, but the princess, the princess is also a good time. Um, <laughs> Dominic, Dominic Cooper is, uh, the bad guy, which I thought he did a fantastic job. I, I, I really like him. Um, you know, the that young, Stark. Yeah. yes, I was going to say the young Howard Stark. Absolutely. From, uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, um, the guy who, who like replaced the other Tony Stark dad, right? Uh, yeah, he plays the young version. Is that what you're referring to as the replacement? <laughs> he was a replacement for the older version. <laughs> That's well, the new version. Yeah, that makes sense. It looks totally <laughs> Yes. <laughs> kind of fucked up on that. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like maybe they... Uh, they had a they didn't quite know what to do with that time but anyways uh dominic cooper is is the bad guy uh he does a fantastic job uh as that um there's also some other uh people i kind of recognize but i don't want to i'm not going to go here and try to pick them out this isn't like an alphabetical order uh but so all these fight scenes like this is what I liked was that they were had Asian influence. I th- hopefully that's a, the PC way to say this, uh, which I liked because this whole the whole gist of this kingdom was uh, that they would just kind of allow a lot of outsiders in, and so they had a lot of different cultures in their their kingdom, and and they had some. Um, I don't know if they're Japanese, you know, Asian uh, descendants that came in. And that's where uh, the princess learned how to fight. So this is how, where all this stemmed from. And I don't, this isn't like giving away anything. I don't think that, you know, this is, these are such little parts of this movie that it it doesn't matter. Like you're watching this movie for the crazy ride and, and just such a fun ride. And it is like, you know, it's lower budget. I mean, this went straight to Hulu. So don't be, you know, there is some not so great CGI, uh, you know, some, you know, kind of maybe poor editing, you know, at least I, I caught some things like that. It's kind of weird. And also maybe just kind of like the story where, you know, like you have this badass dude, like she is just kicking ass. Like, dude, there's, there's a fight scene on this, like these stairs, these that like she's going down this tower with just tons of guys just coming at her that I thought they did. They pulled it off so well, but there's like, just, you know, because of so much action, like there was just bound to be some like weird edits where like, wait, I thought you just beat up that guy, you know, or like, how's that guy still there? You know, it just didn't, it was so quick that they kind of missed some of it, but it, I don't think it takes away from the, the film, but then you have her like being such a badass, And then they get to like this point where like, she's just fighting, you know, she actually has help to help, you know, fight just three guys and they get their asses handed to them. And then there's another part where like, just, you know, it's supposed to be like one of like the bosses, you know, like this chick comes out with a whip and like, again, they get their asses kicked, which I'm like, 
how did you just survive all that other shit that seems so much more, you know, in my opinion, difficult and you're having issues here and maybe you can just chop it up that she's just tired. <laughs> but uh, overall, I, I it was very enjoyable. Cooper was a great villain. Joey King, I thought, did an excellent job of being uh, a, a badass princess. And and this is very much like a feminist movie, I would say as well. You know, it's all about, hey, let me show you what I can do because it's also medieval times, right? You're always looking for the, you know, you need the the your son to be the heir to the throne, right? So it's all playing on those themes of this. And, uh, and this was a very progressive kingdom, I will say. <laughs> um, so, uh, it's not like history. Yeah. It's not like real history, uh, and, but it just played out. It's a, it's, uh, it's a really good one. And I think it's a great exclusive for Hulu. So if you have Hulu or, uh, I think it's even worth getting a, a free trial and taking a look at this film, like, especially if you like those tower tower movies, you know, dude, we're just tons of action. You know, this is like raid redemption in reverse, you know, because again, she's going down with, you know, just everything's a little bit lower because it's not as good fighting and not as good, you know, other things, but all in all, very enjoyable i feel like i feel like i'm bringing this up and then i just bring it right back down like because i want to lower your expectations i don't like the movie like hey it's a tower movie you're supposed to go up but actually she goes down yeah yeah she goes all over the place too they go from the very top of this tower to the bottom of a moat like they do it all like it is she is all over the this castle and i and again that is just the I think the the what makes this movie so much fun is is that aspect of it. Um, I feel like, and it just came out this year. Uh, who is Lee Van Kitt is the director? Um, Vietnamese-born filmmaker. There's uh, an Asian influence, Peter. Y- yeah, <laughs> yes, and and you can tell you like. Because the, the and I, I don't know, this is a stereotype, but the, the action is is there. Like the the fight sequence, like they brought on some good choreographing, uh, you know, fight choreographers. Like like it is, it's very solid, um, and 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 also just really fun with like who she has to fight and how she fights those people. Like there's all varying degrees of difficulty throughout this film I, I would say on on how she's uh fighting so um but yeah i thought it was very well uh directed and and the action was is spot on and uh just a it was a real fun movie as evan would say so do you miss heaven sometimes all the time buddy i, I miss i miss the it was fun, and I give it a of booby stars. I'm like, every time I watch a movie, I always think, well, that was fun. And I have to give it zero booby stars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it something if we had Evan on a, a very near few future episode. Yeah, hopefully he can get on sometime before uh, 
you know, episode 365. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> or maybe that's just a good way to retire it, you know? Epic comes on. <laughs> just shows up, you're like, nope, you're done. That's you're like, it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, are we in 365? And next episode 365, Evan will be back with us. Oh, and by the way, we're, we're ending it. <laughs> uh, we're going to podcast called D&D with Peter and Ryan, who don't, well, I don't play D&D, but you might. But anyway, I have time. Um, Princess, I recommend Peter. it. Okay, if you can't tell by that. yeah, if you can't you, like, tell by like the rambling, <laughs> I know if you, like the rambling on about it, I just I, I don't. Again, like it was a good movie, and he, here's how you know it's a good movie: is that I'm tired. I was putting a baby to bed, and yet this movie kept me up. Right? Watch, okay, that's a very good point. Yeah. It it captivated me, and I I I lay there with the baby, and I was like, I'm going to finish this because this is really good. So I, I I don't think like that's your recommendation right there. That they just need to put that. They still do Blu-ray uh, backs. Put that quote on there. <laughs> I was putting my baby to sleep, and I still watch this movie at night, <laughs> and I was not tired. Yes. So it woke me up. There you go. That's the that's the quote. It woke me up. <laughs> Get me up. Yeah. I was good to go. So, all right, Ryan, what did what did you watch? Oh, dude, I hope I have an epic rant about this movie like you did with the the princess because Is there a lot of ups and downs? <laughs> dude, okay. Yes. Um saw the movie we talked about with one of the best trailers of the year besides um Cocaine Bear. Um Violent Night. A, a, this is the one that started the whole trend of like is that a real movie? Are they really releasing that? Did they put money into that and should I invest my time into this? And the answer to this those questions is Yes, yes, and go see it, and yes, and yes, and why haven't you seen it? See, this is the movie I was saying, like, this is what, instead of go seeing Avatar 2, go give see your, yes, give your money to Violent Night. I think that's what you should go be seeing this 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 Friday or on all the Fridays in December. Listen, it's a holiday movie, straight up. It encompasses my favorite holiday ever, Thanksgiving, and no, it doesn't. It's... Oh. <laughs> Christmas and, and horror. So, um, but okay, 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 okay. I don't like Christmas movies. I don't watch them. I don't care for them. I don't want to spend my time um, invested in a Christmas movie. I don't care about the uh, she's a baker and she's single and some random like movie producer shows up in a small town and they hate each other but end up falling in love. It's the same fucking story. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. And we know someone in the industry who's making those movies and making money off of it. And it's like, bro, think of something different and creative. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Violent Night, dude. It's uh, um, David Arbor. And this is, is like a family movie, right? No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is the best part of this movie is it absolutely starts off a family movie. Yeah. 
Because it's in the Christmas movie, it starts off this very wealthy family is getting together. They're separated. They're getting together for family Christmas. And the the dad's like, hey, I have something special. And the daughter still believes in Christmas. And they're going to go to his mom's house and celebrate Christmas with his mom and his sister and her cousin. And his wife is like very pessimistic about it. She's like, I don't know if it's a good idea. He's like, trust me, this year is going to be different. Do you think we can get back together and hook up maybe? And um, and then you're like, oh, man, that's sweet. And then it pans off to this gentleman who is drunk at a bar, like talking, complaining about how Christmas is. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, no, I know that's what what it's like. And he's like, oh, yeah, you do. You mall Santa. Okay, cool. Oh, you bartender. Yeah, you get it. And then they find out he's really Santa Claus. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Good twist. <laughs> the twist of this is, Peter, you and I reviewed the trailer. And the trailer really made Santa Claus out to be a badass, right? Yeah. 80% of the movie, Santa's not a badass. He just really? kind of stumbles into the scenario Number one, because he found some good, very good whiskey, decides to get drunk at every house. And then, like, what's happening at this wealthy house? Um, there's a robbery because they want the the a massive amount of money provided by the... I mean, this might give in too much, but uh, there's there's a robbery. So, John Leguizamo, Leguizamo Luigi, basically, yeah. is um, he... He orchestrates this heist to get this money. So he, he holds this. I think she's a politician or she's just super wealthy, but they have their own house, um, island, um, secluded from everybody else, kind of thing. And this is where Santa is giving gifts to, oh man, I forgot the little girl's name, but she was sweet. And, um, Trudy, Trudy, Trudy. And Trudy Lightstone, which her name is actually um, based off Grandma Gertrude. And that's kind of a funny story in the movie. But um, but the dad and mom don't have enough time to give her a Christmas gift. However, they find a way to like have her continue to believe in Santa. They give her a little Walkman where, or I'm sorry, an um, RC radio where she can communicate with Santa and like hey santa hey you know where you at and they even told her like hey he's not going to respond however in the middle of the movie he starts responding i won't tell you how but he does and it sets up for a very wild night for santa claus because um what you start to learn about santa claus is not only it does he have a past that nobody knows about but it's a very nordic past and he's like some insane mythical creature um being who can kill anybody and i love this about santa because every every holiday movie you see about santa like the whole thing is oh it's magic the best thing about the santa is they have an explanation of his history but when it comes to christmas and they ask him a question he goes i don't know it's magic and i don't get it Every single time, so he'd be like, "Hey, how do you get those gifts out of the bag?" He's like, "I don't know. It's magic. I don't. I still don't get it." 
So they play to the tropes of like Santa, like just not understanding Christmas and how he was like this Nordic God who, who became this very giving night servant who, who dedicated his life to good. And, um, and Peter, let me tell you this. The best part of this movie is not just like the, the development of Santa um, and his backstory it's the little girl it's trudy where she becomes the macaulay culkin the kevin McAllister of this movie and you see just like this i'm gonna say maybe 20 to like 40 minute scene of home alone which has been done better than any home alone sequel after home alone 2 and in I, its entirety i feel like uh, Some of it's in the trailer, by the way. Is it? I guess I didn't. I didn't catch that in the trailer, which like I'm I'm surprised by you you saying this, and it it sounds still really cool, but also now I'm like, oh man, that would have been a nice surprise. But that's a, it's okay. <laughs> still, <laughs> because because nice, you're, you're like, there's a twenty to forty minute scene. I'm like, well, that sounds like almost a whole like you know like half of a movie <laughs> well the best thing is like it it doesn't take away from the movie and it doesn't like divert you from what's going on it just absolutely adds to the the chaos of what's going on in this violent yeah. night it sounds like it sounds like and this is kind of what i got from the trailer too it's just like and and also from you describing it is you know they're taking a lot of those different you know may, various christmas tropes and christmas movie tropes and throwing it all together and making it one wild ride that's what i'm getting from this like sprinkling a little bit of home alone with some you know the santa claus magic you know like it's just a little bit of that with this distraught family like uh, nobody's getting along kind of thing and yeah, yeah 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 um peter I don't like Christmas movies. I don't watch them. I, I, I started it off this way, but this is one Christmas movie I can watch every year. Nice. Uh, um, well, that, that's good. Andy Arbor I just, is the best Santas I've ever, uh, I've ever watched in my life. Dude. I just imagine you going to the movie through like, this better be good. I hate Christmas movies. <laughs> it kind of was. And then when I left, I was like, that was a good ass movie. <laughs> I love Christmas movies. I love this Christmas movie. Everything oh, okay. else sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, Violent Night, dude. Um, perfect casting. David Arbor is a good, disgruntled, grumpy ass Santa, where it makes sense to give Santa the backstory that they do. Um, John Leguizamo, even his backstory is great. Um, as his you know, evil villain kind of character and what he's trying to do. Um, and even the family where the, I alluded to it, they were held hostage, but every single one of the family members, you know, you get, you get a piece of every one of them. You get the brother, the sister, the husband, the ex wife, the the daughter, the cousin, the, uh, the, and the grandma, the grandma's a piece of everything where, you know, you know those movies where the family member, like one family member, is the glue of everything, but they don't want them to be. That's yeah. the grandma, and that's yeah. how this movie really just kind of portrays it. And and um, ah, 
it's a very well put together movie, man. I it's not one of those like thrown together like cheesy ass Christmas movies where like in theory it should be fun. This movie was actually fun and it was fun front to back. Nice. Two fun movies. Dude, two fun movies and like I'm saying like okay, when I first thought about Violent Night, I thought about that Goldberg movie like Santa Slays. Yeah. And this is nothing like it, dude. Like this is a really well thought out horror Christmas thriller kind of movie. I don't like hmm. I it, it, it it's everything that I love about Halloween movies put in a Christmas movie. With it's a sci-fi a, twist, with a, there's no sci-fi. <laughs> ah, no, I mean there's magic. So sci-fi twist, yeah. So, yeah. Or, I think magic is not sci-fi. That's fantasy. It's Christmas. <laughs> it is. So it's a it's a Christmas horror with a Christmas twist. Nice. I don't know, dude. It's it's just <gasps> one of those movies where, like, truthfully, I don't think I'd watch this one. Like, if if. If uh, it was on TV, but I went to the movie theater to watch this one. And to be honest with you, like what's going on with Avatar and how they're paying off all the studios to hold back the other movies. You need to go see Violet Night instead of Avatar. Give yeah. it the Terrifier 2 effect. Like go give this movie some money. I I agree with you. Uh, I'm stuck on this whole magic and sci-fi because I just I, I just imagine you like watching like a, a movie about aliens like oh man this movie is magical you know it's not Stargate it's not, dude still yeah. doesn't make sense it's total magic <laughs> not based on science at all it's magic it's magic and Ryan's in chemistry class they're doing experiments oh man this is magic <laughs> like the SNL skit with uh, Shia LaBeouf where he has that like curly ass hair and he goes magic that was it. <laughs> oh, oh nice Peter I don't know when this movie's coming out to streaming but like as soon as it does you need to watch this movie I, I really hope it shows up in your household before Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, because this is a movie that it's fun with zero booby stars. Mm, that's radar. Uh, yeah, I am that magic and sci-fi. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I I can't wait. I I hope you're right. I hope it does come out before uh, you know Christmas time, so I can actually watch this for the holidays. Um. Yeah, I think I would I would love to go see it in the theaters, but you know I I was you know I used to go to like the theaters, you know, kinda late at night and I always went to those and you would see people that would bring their babies and I was like, I'm not gonna be one of those people because I just feel like that's such a kind of a you're 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 rolling dice each time you do that. You just don't know how your baby's gonna react. And sometimes some of those movies are good, but other times, like there's just a baby crying throughout your movie. I'm like, you're ruining this. So, Peter, I don't want to be that person. I'm glad you're still not that person. Like, I totally. Every time you tell me, like, hey, I don't have the time to go to a movie theater to watch this, or like because of this is happening, and why? I respect the hell out of that because I agree with you. I'm that guy in that theater where if I hear just a little ounce of a baby, I'm like, oh my god, this movie is ruined. 
Yeah. Or you see them like they're just walking around the theater, just rocking their baby. And just like, dude, like you stay home and, and stream something. Like, I don't know why you need to go see this movie in the theaters. Like, I don't think your baby wants to. <laughs> baby don't care. Baby wants to be slept and fed. That's true. You could do that and, wherever, I guess. But you got to think of others. That's that's the point of this. Think of others. Uh, you know, I think uh, like Alamo, Alamo Draft House, they actually do like some like family showings where I think it is appropriate to bring babies, which is a fantastic <laughs> thing. You know, yes. then you know what you're getting into. And I won't, you know, I could take my baby and I wouldn't feel bad about walking around or, or if she started crying or something because there'd be other people with the same thing and everyone knows what I'm going through. So Peter, I'll, I'll, let me add to that. I don't have a child, but you, you bring do. Churro. You bring Churro. I'll bring Churro, but <laughs> <laughs> I know just <laughs> you his face today. He's like <laughs> hardcore playing with me. Yeah. I'll tuck it out. I'm face is all bloody. Um, <laughs> they should take your face off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sci-fi magic movie. If I've ever seen yeah. one, yeah, we're, we're recording this show like later than normal, and I feel like I'm getting all slap happy. <laughs> uh, just wait till we we're a surprise guest about uh, did that age well? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for that because listen, I love our format, but uh, I I'm excited to do a slap happy of of a new format. So yeah, I'm excited not to have to, you know, do, do much. I, you know, I just get to talk. Right. I mean, that's kind of what we do anyways, but I don't have to kind of be like, Hey, maybe we should push this forward. <laughs> you let someone else do it. Hey, you're the host. <laughs> we could be the guest. Yeah. But speaking of pushing things forward, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, 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 Oh God! Oh, I'll have what she's having. Yeah, which I mean, we're running long, but you know, we haven't been we haven't been here for a bit. So, and and I'm just thinking, like you said, oh man, I got so many things to recommend. So I'm like, uh, Ryan, why don't you just take it away, dude? Catch up on Yellowstone. You gotta watch (laughs) Tulsa King. Um, I finished Hills. Um, I am caught up on Lucha Underground. And I finished Ted Lasso. Watched the World Cup. Um, Still going on. I, I mean, dude, I've... I was like, These are all recommendations? Yeah, dude. I, but the, <laughs> um, the menu, the menu was great. Um, I, have you... Okay. Listen, I watch a lot of TV shows. The one is Ted Lasso. I don't know if you watched Ted Lasso, but sh- I am in the middle or close to the end of season two. Perfect. Great yeah. place to be in that series. Awesome, dude. Like it, I mean, like the world cup's going on, like it kind of teaches you about soccer a little bit, but um, it's just fun, you know? And, and like the more I, I watch that show and like, it reminds me of our 2022 Denver Broncos. Mm. Um, but um, <laughs> dude, if you need to watch a movie, um, just because of its artistic value and it's like energy, you gotta watch the menu, dude. I've been, it's yeah. a 
It's a good movie. It's yeah. a good, good movie, dude. I've been I was torn a lot of be- good things. Yeah. I was torn between reviewing the menu and Violent Night. And um both movies I saw with Jeremy and Kira. And like Kira and I, when we went to go see uh Violent Night, like we looked at each other and we were like, dude, the menu was good. Like I like the menu. Yeah. So I would recommend it. And like if we get Kira back on, I might have her do a review of the menu because it, it 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 was one of those movies where it just really stood out and it was it was like artistic but it was it was captivating too so um hopefully that comes out on VOD soon so a lot of people can watch it yeah uh yeah it's on the list once you know i can watch it from home uh my recommendation again my memory is so bad so it's all stuff that i just recently watched but i had no idea the willow series uh there's three episodes out right now what? yeah on disney plus yes <laughs> and I, i'm loving it dude i i watched all three episodes in a row and uh i even had like like I got distracted like once or twice because of the baby and I, I stopped and rewound, rewound it. It's like, I need to see this. Uh, I think the production value is great. It's a quest movie. I love all the characters. Uh, fucking Willow is awesome. And that third episode, he's a badass. Um, yeah, dude. Like I, I just, and it's, it's just, you know, Willow's Willow's a fun movie, right? <laughs> and, oh yeah, dude, I love the first Willow movie. And yeah, like, it was like when I was little, but now I get it. Yeah, and, and it was you know kind of, it's I don't know if it, yeah it's a kind of cheesy fun, right? Is and and this one, dude, it captures it. It's still all there, and and you know they're mentioning all the characters that were in the first one like it's so connected to the movie you you know unfortunately like they you know i don't think val kilmer is in it like they've they've talked about him and kind of like they sent him off on this kind of quest and you haven't seen him since so they kind of killed off his character but also like potentially maybe they left room for they could do something with him I have no idea. I had never heard anything that he's cameos in or anything like that, but it'd be interesting to see. Uh, but it's like, kind of like, you know, his kid is involved and, and Willow's back and it's just like, it could probably benefit you from watching the movie, which I mean, you should just watch the movie cause it's fantastic, but everything that's fantastic about the movie, it's in this series and I'm loving it. So uh, check out Willow on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Ryan, it's been fun catching up with you and talking movies and trailers and, and DC. DC. <laughs> and, and not watching Avatar. Yeah. Not, yes. No, especially no. that. Maybe the next episode, I'll review Avatar. Stay tuned. The first one? Out. No, dude. The new one. Or an Avatar movie. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'm not holding my breath, but uh, yeah, stay tuned. It probably will happen before episode 365 is my guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A spoiler alert.
I think I might watch Avatar. <laughs> okay. That's how we're in it. Thanks everyone for listening. We will see you next time. Pew pew out. Pew two out. Is it pew two? Pew two. Pew pew. Pew two. Pew two. Doc's giving me a look like we should have like our own droid that's pew two. Pew two.